The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The second largest city in the North Bay region of California is Vallejo. It's located on the shores of the San Pablo Bay and has a population of over 126,000, according to the 2020 census. Vallejo, California is the home to Toro University, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, and the Maritime Academy, and Pearl Pinson. You're listening to Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, joined by co-host and producer, Eddie V. And this is the terrifying story of the abduction of Pearl Pinson. Pearl was described as a typical teenage girl She loved to skateboard, be outside, play with her dog, and spend time with her friends. At 15, she attended Bethel High School in Vallejo, California. And by May 25th, 2016, she neared completion of her freshman year. On the morning of May 25th, 2016, Pearl would wake up and rush around to get ready for school. Saying a quick goodbye to her parents, she would walk a short distance to her high school using a footbridge that crosses over Interstate 780 near Home Acres and Taylor Avenue. Pearl's bus stop was just on the other side of the footbridge and the bus ride was a very short one to the school. This was a route she took daily on her way to school. As she crossed the bridge, she was attacked by a man with a gun. Passersby and other pedestrians witnessed 19-year-old Fernando Castro violently dragging Pearl to his car by gunpoint. Her screams could be heard by all in the area. A good Samaritan attempted to intervene, but Castro turned the gun to this person. Some state they witnessed Pearl being forced into the trunk of Castro's car. That would be the last time Pearl was seen. Fernando Castro lived in Pearl's neighborhood Though the two had never met, never had any type of connection, not even on social media. So why target Pearl? I don't know. Some believe Castro stalked Pearl and others believe this may simply have been a crime of opportunity. While trying to collect information to create an Amber Alert, Detectives interview members of Castro's family. 
none seemed to know where he was, and all were very shocked at the crime he was accused of committing. An Amber Alert was finally issued, and information regarding the gold tan four-door 1997 Saturn was included in the Amber Alert. The following message is broadcasted on behalf of the Solano County Sheriff's Office in Fairfield, California. An Amber Alert has been issued for Pearl Pinson for the state of California. She is a 15-year-old white female with brown hair that has been dyed green, about 5 feet and 3 inches tall, weighing at 130 pounds. She was last seen in the Solano County, California area, wearing a gray sweater, black leggings, and a black and turquoise backpack. She has been missing since May 26, 2016 and is presumed to be in extreme danger. If you have any information about Pearl Pinson, please contact the Solano County Sheriff's Office at 707-421-7090 or dial 911. Authorities announced that night that the vehicle, the 1997 Saturn driven by Fernando Castro, was spotted on a surveillance camera in Marin County at 9.30 a.m. after the attack. It was spotted in the area of Sir Francis Drake Boulevard near the San Rafael Bridge. The next day, he was spotted around 3 p.m driving the same vehicle on Highway 101 in the town of Solvang. Solvang is located in Santa Barbara County. Authorities attempted to pull him over, but he refused to stop. And a high-speed chase ensued. The chase was intense, and Castro did everything he could to evade police even driving the wrong way down the highway. The chase included the California Highway Patrol and Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department. Castro eventually exited the highway into Buellton, California. Authorities had called ahead to create a roadblock, but this did not stop him. He continued on and crashed into the roadblock. Once crashing through this roadblock, his car would no longer run. Though Fernando Castro did not surrender. Instead, he ran, and while running, he fired a few shots at officers who were pursuing him. At this time, Castro ran into a solving mobile home park. He was trying to hide from authorities. While in the mobile home park, he broke into one of the homes and attempted to take a woman hostage, but she escaped. Residents of the area were asked to remain in their homes during this time as authorities were afraid Castro would begin shooting again. Negotiating attempts failed and Castro refused to peacefully surrender. He attempted to escape one last time. Finding the homeowner's truck keys, he decided he would steal her vehicle to get away. 
On his way to the truck, he fired a few shots into the air to keep authorities away. And as he began to drive away in the truck, he fired a few more shots at the police. But this time, authorities fired back. You're about to hear the actual gun shootout. Fernando Castro was pronounced dead at the scene for multiple gunshot wounds. And Pearl? She was still nowhere to be found. Pearl's abductor was killed only 32 hours after her abduction. This gave him time to leave the Bay Area of California and drive to the Southern California area. And this is where the story ends. There are no further details on Pearl's whereabouts. No further details on Fernando Castro. Why he took her or where he took her. All we know is that authorities caught up with him in the city of Solvang and he was shot to death. There are so many scenarios. Was he obsessed with her? Was he a sexual predator? Or the obvious thought in most everyone's thoughts? Was she sold into sex trafficking? In January of 2020, the executive director of the Solvang Chamber, Tracy Beard, stated, quote, we are a center for human trafficking, end quote, during a city council special session meeting. The Santa Barbara Sheriff's Department and District Attorney's Office do not corroborate her claim, though it is a fact that the Southern California area is plagued with human trafficking as it's close to the Mexican border. Was Pearl trafficked over the border or is she being held captive here in the United States? Normally, I leave these things to the realms of the unexplained, but this time we simply cannot. If you have information on Pearl's whereabouts, please contact the Vallejo Police Department at 707-421-7090. This is one of the most terrifying stories we've done. Mm -hmm. It happened in broad daylight with so many witnesses. The level of desperation of this monster to kidnap this girl, regardless of who saw it. Yeah. I do wonder if it was human trafficking mm -hmm. related. Yeah. But my biggest question is why isn't there more information on the kidnapper on the kidnapper Fernando Castro? I wondered the same thing. Not that he deserves any attention, but why don't we know more about him and his family? Possibly the police have more, but they're not sharing it. I mean, but really like what was occurring the days before 
this happen? What was the lead up? Was he involved in gangs or something that could be related to trafficking, you know? I yeah, and it's the same thing with, with the authorities not wanting to corroborate what that city councilwoman or whatever mm -hmm. said in Solvang because sometimes they try to brush it under the mm -hmm. rug. They don't want to, you know, make it, put more pressure on themselves. Agreed. I think the sex trafficking has become bigger than us, bigger than those cities and the towns and the funding. And they just don't know how to get a hold of it. So they kind of gloss over it and put the rug over it, you know, because yeah. they just don't know what to do. And that's why the cartels and other people are, you know, mm. let, let's look, look at it this way. Compared to drug trafficking, mm -hmm. that takes an investment, sometimes pretty substantial, like right. to buy, you know, a couple tons of cocaine or whatever from Colombia or whatever right. source country. Mm -hmm. and, then, um, and then with a human being, you just kidnap them. Right. Pump them full of drugs so they're compliant, but they're it's it's a lot cheaper and, and easier to do. You know, less, researching you know. you know a little bit more about the sex trafficking in that area and even in Vallejo and whatnot, it, it's very obvious that people aren't understanding the difference between prostitution exactly. and sex trafficking. A prostitute may have had things in her life that pushed her into sex work but it's absolutely her choice at most times not always sometimes there's a pimp involved but that's sex trafficking but the key word but here is slavery right but again when there's a pimp Unwilling. involved that's sex trafficking yeah. if a woman's prostituting herself willingly that's not sex trafficking yeah so i think that there's a huge difference i was watching a lot of youtube videos and different things about the officers down in Southern California area and it's it's bizarre because they'll do these stings to pick up the prostitutes but where's the stings to of, to kill off these sex trafficking groups why aren't we tracking those why are we hiding out as law enforcement in a hotel room sending people out to pick up prostitutes and arrest right, them I right, mean, right. Plus there's, with the plus, money and the funding for that plus there's the actual trafficking component whether it's the Chinese or you know shipping right. them through containers yeah. Who knows? Or, yeah. or the cartels shipping them across the border mm -hmm. it's all the same thing it's like they're, they're enslaving people against their mm -hmm. will to do something that's making them money agreed but I, like I said I feel like law enforcement spends a lot of money on you know these prostitution stings when right, well, we should be really forcing that money and that time into the sex trafficking right. situations there now didn't you tell me of another case out of the Bay Area where a woman was missing but the police shot and killed the only suspect yes the Filipino woman Alexis Gabe um, yeah well wow, that's crazy and another closed door because the only person who knew that information is now mm -hmm. dead. Yeah, I've seen magnets on her cars and signs in a lot of the storefronts pleading for assistance in finding Alexis. I don't want to take away from Pearl in this show, but 24-year-old Alexis Gabe was last seen in Antioch, California on June 26, 2022. Within the investigation, authorities believe her boyfriend, Marshall Curtis Jones, also a resident of Antioch, killed alexis at his home but now he's dead so listeners if anyone knows anything reach out to the oakley police department at 925-625-8060 with any information regarding alexis gabe if you have any information regarding pearl pinson please contact the vallejo police department at 707-421 7090
If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsor's links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.